0: Welcome to another episode of Wondering Wednesday, a podcast devoted to answering questions that readers turn in to Character, Inc. Press and Raising Kids with Character Parenting Seminar and Blog. I'm Donna Riche, author of 50 curriculum books and the Raising Kids with Character Parenting Blog and Seminar, as well as the Language Lady Blog. I'm here today to answer some questions about simplified planning. That is how to plan on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis in order to meet your goals. I am coming at this from a standpoint of a homeschooling mom, but anybody could benefit from these tips, including the work-at-home mom, the mother of preschoolers, and even somebody who works outside of the home during the daytime who wants to really zero in on the biggest priorities. I hope that this Friday, January 1st, 2015, you will download our freebie that you can get simply by signing up for the blog or the newsletter at Character Inc. Press or Raising Kids with Character blog. And you can receive that for free in our freebie Fridays once you are subscribed to either the newsletter or the blog. The simplified planner that I'm giving for free this week is just that. It is a planner that is very, very simple. It's in an 8.5 by 11 format because that's the format that I use for my planning. I used to always try to use smaller ones, and I have through the years, that would maybe fit in a bag, a smaller bag, uh, or a large purse, but I've always resorted back to my 8.5 by 11. So even if you don't want to use an 8.5 by 11 planner, and even if you don't want to use the planner that we are giving for free, I hope that you will look at it because it really lays out the exact protocol that I'm going to be describing today to really get things done on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis in your home. First of all, I want to tackle where to begin. It is the new year, and we have a tendency to think big in the new year, and I am a huge thinker, thus the 50 curriculum books that I've written, um, and I do a blog post blog post every other day and uh, podcast episodes every week, and I also have a plexus to feel great. Uh, supplement blog and um, Facebook page. So I know all about big thinking, and I'm a big thinker and have been accused of being too big of a thinker at times. And I know that in the first of, of the year, we want to have big plans. And I uh, am all for big plans, and I have some big plans of my own. But I think that once we know what the big picture looks like, that is, what is what are the most important things for this school year, and that type of thing. And I hope you will listen to some other um, past uh, podcast episodes because I have some on kitchen management and organization, teaching children chores, uh, developing a chore schedule that works for your family. I have one about uh, parenting um, obstacles, which talks a lot about things that keep us from meeting our big goals. And all of those are available at Raising Kids with Character blog, um, as well as in iTunes. And they are past podcast episodes from the last several months. But once you have your big picture in place, that is, you know what you're doing big picture wise, I think that it's better to start with your day. And the reason for that is because once we accomplish our goals on a day by day basis, once we are faithful in the little things, as the Bible tells us, then we can be faithful in the bigger things. We have a tendency to always want to do big, to want to do great and I've been accused of this and guilty of this through the years, so I know where you're coming from. I can remember having a lot of small children, and I wanted to be a writer. Of course, blogging wasn't around then, um, but I'm almost glad it wasn't because I think it would have really taken away from my parenting. I spent my husband and I both have spent so much time on our parenting. That parenting our children has really been our primary goal, our primary to-do list. Those are our primary objectives for 25 years. And um, then the last five years, you know, the last 10 years, we started delving in some other things. The last five years, we really have. But prior to that, we just really, really dug in and parented. But I know that I wanted to do big things. I wanted to do great things. And it was through a lot of doing too big of things or trying to do the bigger things rather than the daily things that I learned the importance of the daily things. And so um, if you have our simplified planner, um, you will find at the very back, there is a template called Daily Duties. And the one of the things that I like to do is to make a list of all of my daily duties. I have some blog posts about this as well as some podcast episodes, um, three times a day, um, dishes, laundry, trash, those kind of things to help you zero in on what really are the daily things. And one of the things that I've learned through the years and that, have, that has helped me to become very successful in managing a home is to do my dailies, to do my dailies every day, to put the dailies into the schedule and don't go on to a weekly, don't go on to a monthly, don't go on to a big thing until I have my dailies done. This will do so much for you that you will just be shocked. First of all, completing your dailies is something that is very difficult to do. Daily duties, as I like to call them, those dailies, those days in and days out, day in and day out type of things, those are super hard to stay consistent in. And while we don't want to necessarily compare ourselves to other people, when we meet our dailies, we are doing something that very few people are able to do. People in the workplace might do it because they have a check sheet at work and they have to do it. Maybe a teacher in school has a certain list that she has to, you know, to uh, complete each day. But in home management, daily duties is one of those things, daily duty is, daily duties is one of those things, that is that daily duty list, is one of those things that is very difficult to accomplish. So once you have the daily duties down, you can know, wow, I did a great thing. And especially if you have had trouble in the past getting to things and and dinner's never ready and the trash is overflowing every day and and you didn't read aloud with your new reader that day and all of these things, you will have the satisfaction of knowing that you have done something by accomplishing the by winning, by struggling, by overcoming the daily duty list. You have accomplished something that few people can accomplish. Few home managers really can. And you will also know that you accomplished something that you haven't been able to before. Now, just some little trips and ticks, ticks and tips to help you in that accomplishing those daily duties is to make that list thorough and truly only put it on it to the things that are absolutely necessary. Now in the daily duties list that we have at the back of the simplified planner, we just have a piece of paper that has categories It has places for six categories. It has categories. And then underneath the category, it has five little checkboxes because I assume that most of your daily duties are are five times a week. We did have a lot of daily duties uh, when we had seven children at home. We have seven kids, 17 to 33, as of tomorrow, actually. Um, Our oldest will turn 33. And so a lot of ours were six days because we always did laundry six days a week. Um, but, and definitely always did trash twice a day, six days a week, seven, actually seven days a week, probably ran the dishwasher, you know, or did dishes three times a day so forth. So check out the, the blog post about, uh, dishes, laundry, trash three times a day. Um, but, uh, this chart has five little boxes for the five days of the week. And then you write in your duty and then five more boxes write in your next duty in that category. So one category might be, household maintenance or it might be morning duties okay you can divide it up however you want you can divide it up by time or you can divide it up by category of um, area of, of completion or area of the task so a time one might be early morning duties mid-morning duties noontime duties or you could go uh, which is how I do mine because my daily duties now are uh, writing blogging um Plexus uh, business, um, curriculum editing, teaching, lesson plan setting up, uh, teaching in general. So it's lesson planning, grading papers, editing papers, and getting lessons ready for classes and so forth. So I do mine by categories. You could do them by times. And I do talk about the block scheduling at the blog. Um, For those of you who want to know more about using a block schedule, I really recommend it as opposed to a moment-by-moment. Moment. If you're a moment-by-moment moment person, go ahead and definitely use your moment-by-moment. Moment. But if you struggled with the moment-by-moment, moment, 8 to 8.20, math with Josh, 10.20 to 10.40, if you've struggled with that, check out some of my posts and um, podcast episodes about the block schedule because I know it really helped me a lot. So you can do it either way, but then you list your dailies underneath each category or each time period, And this daily sheet, then you print that off and you just, you copy it and you copy it and you copy it. I just stick it, stick five, I just stick it in my planner for the week right beside my weekly worksheet. Um, I have a system where I punch and then I put these little bezels on to put my um, planner together. And someday I hope to do a a YouTube video about that. Uh, But you can also just three-hole punch, put it into a small I mean, a thin binder. You don't want something thick and bulky or you won't use it. Um, And so then I just stick that weekly, that daily duties list right in front of my um, weekly worksheet for that week. And then I check off, you know, each day that I do those things with the little five boxes in front of it. So you'll get a visual visualization of this a little bit better if you um, do check out the uh, free Simplified Planner on Friday um, January 1st, 2016. Wow. Um, But that daily duties, that becomes your daily to-do list. That becomes your priority. And I think that if you have success, or I know that if you have success in the daily duties, you will not believe the things you can get done. Because like I said, you've done something that few home managers can accomplish. You've done something that maybe you haven't been able to accomplish in the past, And you have set your home up for success because you don't have the unprepared meals. You don't have the trash overflowing. You don't have the dishes piled up in the sink. You don't have, you know, this guilt for not reading aloud. So just do those things and don't do the other things. Don't do the weeklies. Don't vacuum. Don't dust. Don't do those things until you do the dailies. And I think you'll be very, very pleased with the success that you can have from your daily duties. Now, at this time, I have to say that if you're trying to do it all yourself, if you're trying to do all the cooking and all the cleaning and all the grocery shopping and all the schooling and so on and so forth, um, that is going to be super, super difficult. So I hope you'll check out some of my information about chores and about establishing chore schedules three times a day, uh, chore sessions three times a day and so on because I just want you to have all the tools and be as successful as you can possibly be Because our goal is generational evangelism through homeschooling, through uh, parental um, uh, uh, mentoring and discipleship. And that can only happen if you're successful in your day-to-day. Once you're successful in your day-to-day, then so many things can happen. I can't tell you the great things that can happen in your home once you are successful in those dailies. Okay, so once you have your Daily Duties page, and again, that can be whatever you want it to be. You might want a Daily Duties page for every day rather than having five checkboxes. Maybe it's just a better visual for you to have a Daily Duties page. I used to have this um, Post-it note glue. That is, it was a glue stick that um, looked like a glue stick, but it was really Post-it glue. And I would make a half-page page um daily duties list, print it off, and then just glue that glue the top of that. To my planning page for my planner pages for that week. I'm gonna talk about that in just a second, the planner pages for the week, but glue that right down there. And then every day I just got out a new one. And I I really like the visual of that, but it is cumbersome. You have to have more pages and you have to, you know, stick it in your binder. You could also just clip it with a paper clip. But it depends on whether you want to use the one that we provided at the end of the planner, the simplified planner, um, or if you just want to make your own. You can of course make something yourself in Excel, or you know, young moms today are so savvy, so you can handle that. But um, the the daily one is another option where you print one off every day and utilize that. I've also just had full page sheets, and whether I carried around on a clipboard, and I had my clipboard for the day, and that was my daily duty list. So um, anyway, enough about daily duties. I want to go on and talk about the rest of your planner. Most planners have some sort of monthly calendar, and so does the simplified uh, planner that we're giving away for a freebie. It has some kind of monthly calendar, and then oftentimes, at least the one that we have for the simplified planner, and the one that I've always, the ones that I've always gotten through the years, have like four double page, five four or five double page spreads following each month that give you like your week at a glance. And some of those, of course, have Monday with 7 o'clock a.m., 7.30 a.m., and so forth. I was never really into those times like that as much. But they, they'll have, like, columns for each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and so forth, for the week. And it's a two-page spread. So you can see your whole week at a glance with more detail than what you would put on your monthly one. We have, um, I use what I call my weekly worksheets. So following the month, so you open up the calendar and you've got January on a two-page spread. And then you flip over, and uh, you got a two-page spread of um, what will Monday be, January fourth um, through January eleventh, or whatever. the two-page spread, and um, that is that is what I use as my weekly worksheets. Then you turn the next page, and it's January eleventh through January 18th, another two-page spread. Turn the next page, January 19th through January 26th, another two-page spread. So a lot of people use those two-page spreads to give more detail about each day, um, that they, maybe something they marked on their calendar, dental appointments, the 15th, and then maybe they'll put it in the time slot on that on that page or, or whatever. But what I use it for is what I call my weekly worksheets. And um, this is where I, again, make categories, which is like I talked about in the daily duties. I have categories, and I'm basically am making my to-do list for the week on there. So I call it my weekly worksheet because I have my categories all laid out, and then I just, you know, if I want to put something down for this week to do, and, in, in, you know, on blogging or on podcasting or on Meaningful Composition books or on my preschool curriculum or on my podcast episode, or in my plexus business and I just put down there things that I want to accomplish that week like a to-do list my weekly worksheet if it's something that I it isn't a priority this week I might flip it over and put it in the right category for the next week and so that's why I call it my weekly worksheet however and I've taught about this on the blog a lot and it's called um the one of the blog posts is called as eb uh as easy as ABC, one, two, three, baby, you and me, which people don't get because nobody even knows about the Jackson Five, which that's a very cool song to swing to if you are a ballroom dancer. You know, ABC, as easy as do, re, me. Anyway, but nobody got it. It wasn't even clever. I mean, anyway, but I did talk about the ABCs of planning in that blog post this title notwithstanding, and the ABCs of planning that I talked about is my, how I categorize my to-do list, okay, I have my categories for my weekly worksheet, and yours might be, um, you know, household things I need to do, um, you know, extra lessons I need to do, you know, and this is assuming if you're a homeschooler that you have some type of, of, um, you know, you don't put on there every math lesson or everything that you do, that that is somewhere else in some kind of, um, maybe just a block schedule that I talked about earlier in this podcast episode that's on some kind of block schedule list. So I didn't put every little thing that I was going to do this. These were the things, these are the things that are above and beyond what I already do. So in, um, If it was on my daily duties list, it didn't go on here. Um, If it was on my block schedule list for homeschooling, it didn't go on here. This is just things that were above and beyond that phone calls that needed made, um, things that needed ordered, extra house, bigger housework projects, um, other lessons, um, you know, special library trips, anything like that, that you would normally put on a to do list. But the beauty of the way that I do the weekly worksheets is that everything that I write down. On my weekly worksheets, in the category that it falls in, has an A, B, or C in front of it. The letter A, B, or C. A's are things that need done immediately. B's are things that I would like to get to this week. And C's are things that I could put off another week if I needed to. And I have a couple of things that I'm looking at with this weekly worksheet. Because I can look down at my two-page spread, and I can see my categories, Okay, I can see, you know, meaningful composition books, cottage classes, family, personal, um, uh, household, plexus, blogging. I can see the categories first. Then I can look closer and see all of the things under that category that those, those things that are A's. And I like doing it this way because it doesn't matter where it falls when you make the list. So in other words, I might think of something, you know, halfway through the week, add it to the meaningful composition book to-do list. So maybe it says uh send typesetter the um new quote packet. And I'll just add that to my list real quick on my meaningful composition and even if it's the 8th or 10th thing down on my meaningful composition column, I have an A beside it because it has to happen that week. She's waiting for it. So it doesn't, it's not like you look at the list, um, linearly, linearly, where you walk, anyway, where you look down at it and the top things need done first, then the next things and so forth. It is, it is fluid. And so as you add to it, you just put a letter in front of it. And, um, you know, I like to say my A's are things that I'll probably do. My B's, I'm going to hope to. My C's, roll on floor, laugh out loud. R-O-F-L-O-L. And, um... Sometimes I actually write that down just because it makes me feel better. Anyway, but in this weekly worksheet, I have the, co- the categories, then I also have the priority list of those in, in the ABCs. So, you know, if it's an intense family week and we have a lot of things going on with our kids and things that I need to prepare for and stuff, I might have a whole slew of A's under the family page. And maybe not as many, you know, maybe B's and C's on the Meaningful Composition, but again, I'm seeing the whole thing at a glance, and that's something that's really cool. Another category that I make, actually, this is, I wrote a blog post about this too, um, is my, um, what is it called? Terrible Task List, that's what we decided to call it. It's at the blog under Terrible Task List a post, a blog post, and I have a terrible task list, and this is not categorized, this is just things, and it almost always involves phone calls or errands, those are my pet peeves, or emails that need sent, phone calls, errands, email, and maybe it might be a combination of things, you know, it might be a, you know, a doctor appointment for one of the kids, it might be, you know, answering an email uh, from a parent, not that I don't like talking to parents, but I just, these are things that I, that are terrible tasks to me answering emails, answering phone calls don't even make me go to more than one store in a week. I just don't like errands. I don't like grocery shopping. Um, I like planning (laughs) for it, but I don't like going and I don't like putting it away once I'm home. Um, And so this is going to be my terrible task list. And in this little category of terrible tasks, if I have several things, I try to make myself do one a day. Gather the library books, return them. Oh, that's a terrible task. Okay, these are things that have to be done this week, but I don't want to do. And um, so I'll just make that list and I'll make myself do one a day, one a day that week. Um, so anyway, that can be another category. If you have a terrible task list, that's a good way to motivate yourself to get it done because I don't want to go in and change my Netflix from one video a week to none I mean, it's just a pain to do that. Yeah, I could have had it done in the time I told you about it, but I didn't want to do it because I just kept putting it off. So that goes on the terrible task list. All right, so that is our that is the weekly worksheet. And again, I'm going backwards, maybe what how, how some of you might plan, but your daily duties, your weekly worksheets, and then your monthly calendar. So let's talk a little bit about when you open that January calendar and it's a two-page spread. Um, and, you know, it starts on the left and goes all the way to the right. I personally like for my calendars to start with a Monday, but the simplified planning calendar, simplified planner is for you to fill in so you, put your, you just fill your numbers in. Um, but let me just tell you a few things that I do with mine because I know that the um, blo- blocks, and especially if you use a smaller one, if you're using a half-page size planner, it can get really full really quickly if you put a couple of activities in, the, in a certain time slot and so and a certain date. And so you have your two-page spread in front of you. The one that we created to go in the simplified planner has a little on the right hand side, it has just a little column uh, of lines that you can write things on. And so, what I do with that little column is I will put the, num- the date. So, if it's say, if I have um, play tryouts on the 28th for my son, I'll come down to the near the bottom and I'll write 28. And it correlates with the 28th. So on the 28th, I put, in the calendar squares, on the 28th, I put play tryouts, and maybe I put the time or something. But then over there in the column of lines near the bottom, because it's near the end of the month, I'll write 28, colon, and I'll write the location, possibly even the address, and maybe even the phone number of the coordinator, And so this correlates with that date on the twenty eighth. So I can look over here and see. Oh, here's some more info about that twenty eighth. You know, here's where it's at. Oh, there's the address. Good. I can just you know um, put it put it in Siri and she can get me there. So it could be anything that you want to add over there. Like maybe you know you put on the on the fifth. um, You know, dental clean Donna's dental cleaning, and then on the fifth over here you put bring insurance card or whatever. It can be anything. It can be a phone number, an address, you know, anything. But that doesn't fit in your calendar pages, and you don't want to fill up your little calendar squares with too many details because you don't have room for everything. And so that is just a way that I use that little column on the right that is lined. That it's actually available in a lot of planners, and um, that's the kind of planner that I've always used, so we put it in the simplified planner. Now, <clears throat> when you're looking at your, your whole calendar, you um, as I said, I like for mine to start with Monday and then have Saturday and Sunday on the right, but I don't always have that option in the style and color and everything that I like. You probably figured out, you know, by now, if you've been listening to me, that I'm, I like color and I like brightness and, and so forth. So um, if I did use our simplified planner, I would have to do it on colored paper. I, I, I would just have to. It has to, I have to have color. I, things have to be colorful for me. Um, but... Um, You can definitely do everything I'm describing on here with any planner that you have. So you have your two-page spread. One of the things that I do is if it is uh, an event, I put it in the upper half or the upper two-thirds of the square, you know, so, you know, 10 o'clock dental cleaning, later on, you know, the 22nd, um, you know, tutoring, uh, Connor, da, 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 anything that's that goes on there. I put it in the upper two thirds. And then the bottom one fourth or bottom one third, um, I uh, keep track of a couple of our kids' work schedules so that I know, you know, where they are when. So at the bottom, I'll put Josiah work uh, 7A to 7P. And that'll be just at the bottom. So, just another little tidbit. If you want to have other information on there, or even if you want to like put what you're having that day, you know, your main course or whatever, you can just jot it down in the bottom. Use the upper part for your actual events. That's something that I found to be to be helpful. So then, when you flip your uh, calendar page over, your two-page spread calendar, as I said before, normally you have these weekly pages. I. In our simplified planner, and what I do personally is I stick another two pages right in there. um, So they have another two page spread that's called monthly memos. And this is where you get your bigger picture things. So if you've heard me speak, um, and if you've heard, or if you've heard the podcast episode, uh, Obstacles in Parenting, Overcoming Obstacles in Parenting, you may have heard me talk about the one change a month um, approach to uh, solving. Uh, problems in your home, as well as to implementing uh, very great things that you want to do in your family. And so this monthly memos, it has a lot of things listed in it. Uh, you can do it by category. Again, I will often put the recipes that I want to try or meals that I know I want to make that month. I uh, One of the things, and I should have said this at the beginning, but one of the things I really encourage is that you don't make everything so difficult. I mean, I have my January page. Then I have my monthly memos, which I'm going to tell you more about in just a second. Then I have the weekly worksheets. And then I stick a daily duty in every week. Um, either stick it on, clip it on, put it on my clipboard, something like that. Um, and then I have my block schedule lesson plans. And then I have my kids' chore schedules. And then they also had their, um, their daily duties, their independent work each day. And I, I talk about all of that at the blog. But That might sound complicated, but compared to some planners and some um, approaches, it's not complicated at all. Uh, I can remember 20 years ago, maybe even 25, um, I bought this huge planner. I kid you not, it was an 8.5 by 11 planner, and it had to come in a um, 3 inch to 4 inch binder, probably maybe 3, maybe between 3 and 4 inch binder. And it had everything in it, so you didn't have to copy anything. Back then, we didn't print everything, and we didn't just get on the computer and download and all that kind of stuff. So um, it came, everything came already in it. But I mean, this planner had a page for everything. It had reading records for each child that you could fill in. It had menu planning. It had grocery shopping. It had shopping comparisons. It had library lists. It had... Um, You know, daily schedules, monthly schedules, weekly schedules, unit study plans, lesson plans, you know, month at a glance, week at a glance. I mean, it had every single thing that you could possibly ever imagine in a planner. And I'm a planner, so I bought that. I was drooling. I couldn't wait to get that baby home. I started filling that in, and I realized very quickly that I was spending more time in that planning than I was in actually doing the things that I was planning, A, and B, it was so much to keep up with. Every day I had so many things I needed to pin in, so many things I needed to write in, and so forth. So I ditched that. And that's why I, even though this seems, you know, we have our, our, month, our monthly calendar, monthly memos, uh, weekly worksheets, and daily duties, this is small compared to some of them. And so I just encourage you to, to go at the level that helps you. If this simplified planning is too simple, you know, I don't want a daily list and a weekly list. I want big planning sheets and I want, you know, glamour and glitz. And, uh, you know, I want everything written down and I want it all in a concise place. And I don't care if it's, you know, 20 pounds, then do that because you need to do whatever you will do. And so whatever you will do is what you should do. And if something simple or even part of the simplified planner is what you would do, then that's what you should do. Do whatever you can keep up with. Do whatever works for your family. You know, I know there are a lot of really detailed um, meal planning things out there and there are, you know, online things and apps and and all kinds of things. But I personally don't need that because I'm that's one of my skills. I'm super fast at figuring out what to make and putting it all together and making freezer meals. And I mean, that's just been something I've done for 25 years and I'm pretty good at it. And so something really elaborate in the meal planning doesn't work for me at all. I'd rather just jot down what I think we'll have that day. And, uh, you know, my daily duties, says in the morning that I'm supposed to get out something for dinner that night or get started on something, either stick it in the crock pot or get something out of the freezer or have somebody peel or cut or chop or whatever. And so all I need is a little note on my daily duties. It says start dinner you know and so i don't need that elaborate system but maybe meal planning isn't your strong suit and so you need something more elaborate so anyway that was a little bit off topic there but i'm coming back to the monthly you have january in front of you two page spread turn it over and this monthly memos this is anything that you want to jot down for the month whether this is goals whether um this is a library list if that's what you want to put on it uh books that you have out or holds that you want to place um recipes you want to try uh, a a tentative menu if you want to just kind of lay out this week we're going to have these four entrees the next week we're going to have these four entrees and this month this monthly memos sheet the two-page spread is just for you to just jot down different things for the month and you'll have it all in one place, and it's got categories, category spaces, just like the other things I've described, and um, so it's very simple to keep up on, and then you'll start with your weekly pages, and you'll just stick your daily duties in every week. Now, <clears throat> um, again, take a look at the Simplified Planner this week. Uh, sign up for the blog or the newsletter, which you're probably already getting if you're hearing this, but then you'll get the freebie Friday on Friday and you can, you can take a better look at it. But again, you need to do whatever really works for you. Whatever helps you to accomplish your goals is what you need to do. And so that could be however simple or however elaborate uh, that you want it to be. So I hope that this has been a good um, podcast episode for you to just Take a deep breath and say, you know what, planning doesn't have to be as hard as I've made it. Or, you know what, this daily duties, this is going to help me. Or whatever it might be, that you took away something and that uh, it helps your family to succeed because at Raising Kids with Character and Character Ink Press, that's what we're all about through our curriculum materials, through our um, podcast episodes, our Raising Kids with Character blog posts and even uh, our Plexus supplements were all about helping people to succeed in homeschooling and in family living and parenting. And I hope that this has been a blessing to you and a help to you.